В ім'я Отця і Сина, і Святого Духа. Амінь. Слава Ісусу Христу! Glory to Jesus Christ! Сьогодні ми чуємо в апостолі правильні підходи до християнського життя, а в Євангелії неправильні підходи. If you uh, saw the announcement on Facebook, uh, both on my page and on uh, the parish page, you would have seen the icon of Jesus talking to a young, rich leader of some kind. It's interesting, uh, the Gospel of Mark, the Gospel of Matthew, and the Gospel of Luke all recall this passage, but each one has its own little details. So in today's uh, reading from Matthew, we hear that the uh, questioner is young. In um, another one of the Gospels, it was a rich man who came, and then in, in, in Yet another gospel says uh, one of the leaders. So we take all three of these, put them together, and say the rich, young uh, leader. And you might think, well, this disqualifies uh, the veracity of the gospels because they're not exactly the same account. Well, people remember things differently, and people tell the same story different, differently. I uh, recorded uh, my parents, I did a video recording separately of my mother and uh, of my father. Uh, they didn't hear each other. Um, I was just recording a lot of family history and among the things that I asked was, how did you meet? How did you get engaged and uh, each one told the story and I recorded it and then when we were celebrating the 50th an wedding anniversary I thought it would be a treat for everyone present and there were a lot of people present mm, we had a big extended family and uh, there were many people from the parish and uh, community in which uh, my parents had lived uh, for decades and they were very well known so there were a lot of people there and it was a wonderful occasion and then I decided I would play the videotapes of my interviews with my parents just the part about them meeting and uh, getting engaged. And uh, the two stories were totally different. Okay? Um, the husband and the wife remembered that peak moment. It's a peak moment in their life. They remembered it in a completely different way. Um, So, was one of them wrong? Uh, did that disqualify their marriage? Uh, no. 
we human beings remember um, the same events in a little bit different ways. This just actually is better proof of the Gospels because it means that it wasn't just copied one from another, but that this came from, from different uh, recollections of the events of uh, Christ's uh, sojourn uh, on earth. Uh, God doesn't dictate the Gospels. God has things happen to people and then they remember it and recall it. Сьогоднішньому апостолі з, послання, з першого послання до Коринтян святий Павло пригадує, якої віри треба дотримуватися, що Господь страждав, мер на Христі, згідно з Писанням, був похований, згідно з Писанням, і воскрес із мертвих на третій день згідно з Писанням. Він каже, якщо б щось іншого вірити, то ну, ви марно е, прилучилися до Христа. Ви це змарнували. There are a lot of people today who uh, uh, like certain things about um, Uh, they like certain things about uh, Jesus' teachings, but uh, they discount anything miraculous, uh, including his resurrection. Oh, St. Paul has something to say about that several times. Uh, and each time he says, if you don't believe this, then all of your attempted Christian living is for nothing uh, because the resurrection is central. This is what all of us uh, apostles teach. And he says, I, I'm the least of the apostles. Hmm. That's uh, humility speaking. Because he realizes that he persecuted the church at first. Um, so he calls himself the least of the apostles. But he is an apostle because he encountered the risen Christ personally, directly, visibly. And uh, he calls himself the least. But who of the apostles has had such enormous influence as St. Paul has had. We read his uh, letters. They are central to uh, understanding the gospel message. And yet, he's uh, steadfast about what we need to believe, but he's humble about himself as one who preached this. Now, this is not the case with uh, the rich young leader, as we traditionally call him, 
conflating the three gospel accounts, um, who approaches Jesus and asks him about what good, what good things does he have to do to attain to eternal life. So he's got the right idea. He's got the right goal in mind. But he does make uh, a mistake, a rather fundamental one, because he's into doing. What must I do? Well, first, before you begin doing anything, you have to allow the Lord into your life and let Him act through you. Uh, if it's not Him acting through you, which you accept voluntarily because the Lord will never impose Himself on any of us. He respects our freedom too much. Don't ask me why the almighty creator of the universe respects your freedom, you little puny creature. But he does. Um, and he loves you. And he would never force himself on you. So you have to freely let him in uh, to your life. Then you can cooperate with uh, God's grace and that cooperation that synergia uh, in, in Greek that is what brings you closer and closer to God now this poor guy he's a rich guy but he's poor uh, approaches Jesus and he asks him so what must I do? And Jesus says, keep the commandments. Uh, І це може нам звучати як дуже проста відповідь від Ісуса. Але пам'ятаймо, що ізраїльтяни мали і по сьогоднішній день мають понад 500 заповідей, які стосуються різних-різних аспектів життя. So the, the simple answer, uh, keep the commandments, is uh, easy for us Christians. But for uh, Jews, there's over 500 commandments. So it's a very good question that the young man poses, which ones? Is it the dietary commandments? Is it the hygiene law? I mean, what... Which ones? And Jesus recites, so I don't know, about five or six of the Ten Commandments. Uh, interestingly, 
he focuses on the ones that have to do with relationships and how we treat other human beings, how we treat our neighbor. Um, so the young man says, uh, I've kept all these since, you know, since my childhood. Well, that's a, that's a pretty loaded uh, response. Uh, so, like, you've never sinned? Uh, you've kept all these perfectly? I, I recently went to uh, confession, and it was... Uh, basically, we didn't expect to meet this... Uh, priest, but we did uh, meet a priest friend, and I said, oh, wonderful, um, I need to go to confession, because it was still before the COVID thing, I haven't seen anybody since then, and uh, he was gracious enough to uh, receive uh, both Haya and myself for confession, and because it was so impromptu, I started with, well, you know, this I wasn't expecting, I didn't prepare well enough. And he very wisely uh, said, you know, why don't you begin the way that uh, the pilgrim in the book, The Way of a Pilgrim, begins his confessions. He says, I have not loved God with my whole heart, mind, and soul, and I have not loved my neighbor as myself. And that really is a great way to begin uh, a uh, confession, because everything stems from that. So uh, I, I did that, uh, and I realized it's true very true, unfortunately. I am a sinner. That's why I always sign my name, Andri, a sinner, priest. Uh, because it's true. I believe in truth and advertising. Um, you know, I once um, heard the confession of a man who told me that he had never sinned. And I tried to help him to realize that he, he must have sinned. Um, I said, well, maybe you told a lie to somebody. Maybe you had angry thoughts. Maybe uh, you didn't forgive somebody way back in your past. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything? Nothing. Nothing. I've never done any of those things. Kind of like the uh, young man in today's gospel. Well, you know, how do you think I had to end that confession? He said, well, you know, I can't give you absolution if you don't have any sins. Actually, I wouldn't mind having you bless me because you must be the Messiah. Uh, you must be the second coming of Jesus Christ. 
Um, Jesus himself says in today's gospel, why do you ask me about good things? The, the only one who is good is God. Now, he's not saying that he's not God. He's just basically saying, do you realize who you're talking to? Um, and it's for the consumption of the people around him rather than just this young man. So there is a lack of basic humility. What a contrast with St. Paul, who immediately admits his sin. I persecuted the church. And even though he's done more than all the other apostles combined in spreading the gospel, he says, I am the least of the apostles. And that's the kind of attitude that we need to have. Because if we exalt ourselves, the Lord tells us in another place, we will be humbled. And if we humble ourselves, we will be exalted when it counts, <laughs> when it really counts. A teper prechodimo do toho momentu, коли юнак питається, ну а ще що? Бо він вже все це зберігав з малку. Отже, що ще мені бракує? And so when, when the young man asks, so what else? Is there anything else? No, Jesus says, well, if you want to be perfect, and you know the word perfect uh, really means finished. You know, like a, a finished product, not half-baked, but a finished product. Uh, that's what perfect means. Perfectus in Latin uh, is completed, finished. If you want to be complete, if you want to be whole, if you want to be perfect, then uh, sell all uh, your possessions, give them to the poor, and then come follow me. And believe me, there are few passages in the gospel that get people as nervous as this one. Because like the young man in today's gospel, we're not really ready to do that. But I doubt that um, this is meant as a universal uh, directive for all of us to sell everything uh, we have and give it to the poor. Naturally, we are expected to give to the poor. And, you know, not some insignificant amount. Uh, we should support the church with uh, as close as we can get to a tithe, 10%. And people say, what? I'm supposed to give 
Ten percent? That's that's outrageous. And uh, my response to that would be, hey, uh, God is allowing you to keep ninety percent. Uh, that's outrageous because everything belongs to him. Um, but we can talk about that another time. What's going on in that scene? Jesus knows that man's heart. And he knows that he is possessed by his riches rather than possessing uh, the riches. He's too concerned with them. And what does that do? That keeps him away from the Lord. Часом це є бажання мати ось таку хату, а не незвичайну, кращу машину. І ми так багато звертаємо уваги на щось такого. Тоді, коли наша увага повинна бути звернута на Господа. Як прекрасно, що маємо тепер чотирьох служачих. Колись ми мали купу дітей, які тримали свічки перед Євангелієм, тепер залишилася бідна одна Катерина. Я і певний, що Господь нам пішле ще когось, щоб з нею стояти. Але ті хлопці перейшли тепер в іншу роль. Служать при престолі. І то є великий привілей. І я їм пригадую перед службою Божою, який то великий привілей є. Кажу, знаєте, головне є, щоб ви служили, а не перешкоджали ані мені, ані лицеві діаконові у молитві, тому що ми хочемо єднатися з Богом. Не будьте тим, що унеможливлюється. Вже є нам тяжко скупчитися, бо ми є люди. Не, не відвертайте нашої уваги. We need to avoid the things that will distract us from God, that will distance us from God. For the young man, that thing was his riches. But each of us has something that we have to work on to let that go so it's not in the way, so it does not distract us from the Lord. And then Jesus says to his disciples, you know, it's it's easier for a rich man, I mean, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. 
Well, you know, most towns uh, had at least two gates. One was the main gate, and it had a, a really big doorway because carts would come through, animals uh, would come through. Now, for the Israelites, the, the biggest animal they knew was a camel. Uh, the camel could pass through the big gate, but usually on the other side of town, now the big cities had more gates than that, but a regular town would have another gate on the other side of town, and it would have a big opening, but they usually would just have a little doorway built into the big one, and they would just open that. If you go to Europe and visit some of the great cathedrals, you will often find that they have just that. The central door is huge, but the doorway that you usually use to get in is just cut out of that big doorway. And the Israelites often referred to that as the eye of the needle. They had other names for it too. And that's probably uh, what Jesus meant. So it's, it's hard. It's not as hard as trying to push a camel through the eye of an of a actual sewing needle, but it's hard to get a camel through a small entrance uh, like that. It's hard, but it's not impossible. Jesus emphasizes that for men it's hard, but for God nothing is impossible. Отже, маємо на кінець те, що нам дає надія. Кожен з нас має щось у своєму житті, що блокує нас, що не дозволяє нам зблизитися з Господом. Може, комусь тяжко простити щось з минулого. Може, хтось має якісь амбіції, які не сповняються, і це дійсно дає стрес людині. Може, хтось хоче, щоб всі його любили, а є деякі люди, які його не люблять, і це відвертає увагу від того єдиного потрібного, щоб до Господа прямувати. Але яка є добра новина? Ісус каже, що це тяжко позбутися тої речі, що нам заважає. Але воно не є неможливе. І в Бога все є можливе. Отже, якщо ми щось такого маємо, і боремося з тим, і ніяк не даємо собі ради, ми можемо сказати, Господи, я є безсильний, я є грішник, я є найменший з Твоїх дітей. Поможи мені, бо я знаю, що все Тобі є можливе. Я хочу до Тебе, я хочу з Тобою, 
So that's the hope that um, the gospel story ends with. With God, all things are possible. Even that thing that you think you can't possibly overcome in order to get a closer relationship with the Lord. Just ask, and He will help you. With God, nothing is impossible. Amen. Vimya Otsia Isena Isketohu Ducha Amin. Slava Isusu Christo. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, glory, glory.